Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the no contact rule, big mistakes to avoid. So when going through the no contact rule, there can be a lot of pitfalls that you can fall into if you're not properly prepared. Now, I've done a few other podcasts about the no contact rule. And if you want to know more about my theory on it, because everybody's got a slightly different take on the no contact rule, then make sure you subscribe to my channel and uh, source out those other podcasts on no contact. Because today I'm going to be discussing the major pitfalls, the problems, the big mistakes to avoid with no contact. So before I get into the podcast, I just want to let you know about my website, dateme.tips. That's www.dateme.tips. And on there, you'll find the books that I've written, including one specifically designed to try and help you get your ex back. You'll also find my contact details and other information. So let's get into the podcast, the no contact rule, big mistakes to avoid. So the first thing you need to avoid is giving in to temptation. Now, what you'll find is a common theme throughout this podcast and uh, in, in other ones where I talk about no contact is there are always exceptions to the rule. And I do go into them more in my book. So everything I'm going to be talking about in this podcast is a generalization. So we are going to be kind of looking at the 1995 to 99% of instances. You've always got to use your common sense and kind of realize that there are exceptions to the rule. But in general, the first thing you need to avoid is giving in to temptation. So my concept of a no contact rule is if you are broken up with, then you will never contact your ex again unless they contact you first. So the first thing to avoid is giving in to temptation because you are going to be going through so much difficulty trying to resist contacting your ex. It is a bit like the feeling of going through a mixture of grief and drug withdrawal when you're broken up with. So the desperation to reach out to your ex will be immense. And you need to realize that ultimately your ex will only come back to you if they have attraction that grows organically. They've broken up with you, so they've lost romantic attraction. What that means is that they will not be somebody who is interested in a relationship with you at this stage with this level of attraction. And no matter how much you try to reason with them, beg, plead, barter, it doesn't matter, they will not get back in a relationship with you. They won't kind of engage with you if they think it's going to be a difficult conversation which is full of emotion or maybe you're getting angry or frustrated or, you know, they're not going to want to kind of contact you in that state. So basically, you've just got to leave them and you've got to wait until they contact you. And that is my kind of that's, that's the basic principle of how I go about no contact. As I said, I, I do more podcasts and my book, which goes into a lot more depth. But giving into temptation is something that can happen unless you have a very strong mindset. But you always need to remember in the majority of instances, and again, use your common sense, but in most instances, if you've been dumped, you can only contact your ex again if they contact you first because that shows that they have a grain of interest in you again and that's when things can kind of build. So that is the first big mistake to avoid, giving in to temptation. The second one is what I call celebration contact. Now, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but there are exceptions to the rule and in particular in my book, 
I do mention about kind of celebration contact um, and how in very rare instances, this could actually be used as a tool to try and kind of regenerate things. But in the general sense, and we're talking about in, in the first few months, certainly of a breakup, celebration contact must be avoided and it is very hard to maintain that stance so what is celebration contact so celebration contact is the type of day which is a celebration so that could be a birthday it could be a religious holiday you know something such as christmas it could be new year it could be an anniversary of some kind it's basically the type of day where you would send somebody a message saying like happy birthday or you know happy whatever day um and again, it is very, very tempting to contact your ex in this respect. Now, in the first few months of this, it's something that should just never cross your mind, but it will. It definitely will. If, if for instance, you know, your ex's birthday is two months after they break up with you and you don't hear from them again during that period, then my suggestion, and again, always use your common sense and your kind of feeling of how things are going but my suggestion would be you do not reach out you know if they have broken up with you they've ended the relationship and you haven't heard from them in you know weeks a few months or whatnot then why should you reach out to them on a special occasion um it's just not something which is gonna help i don't believe because they're still gonna have a similar mindset to when they ended the relationship you know they don't want to be with you so why are they gonna want to hear from you that's how you kind of got to think of it. The interesting thing is, though, um, that on these celebration days, it is something that will trigger them as well. And there is a chance that they might reach out to you. And of course, if they reach out to you first, then that is when I suggest that you then contact them and you build things from there. And um, I take you through these extra steps in my book on my website, dateme.tips. And I do speak about this kind of stuff in other podcasts but you need to wait for them. So on, the, on a day of a celebration, you should not be contacting them in most instances. And if you're lucky, this could actually be the moment where they contact you. So it could be a day of celebration for yourself, but if it's not, just try to maintain that strong mindset and always remember to keep improving yourself. It's all about self-improvement when you're going through no contact. Again, I mentioned that in detail in my book and in other podcasts. So. The first two big mistakes, giving into temptation and celebration contact, unless they contact you first, of course. Now we'll move on to the third and final big mistake that I'm going to be talking about in this podcast, the false dawn. So the false dawn is when you finally get that contact from your ex. They've reached out to you first. You've been so kind of strong and not broken, no contact. They've got in touch with you and you're delighted. And rightly so, you know, this is the very first step of how you can rekindle things. But what you do with a false storm is when you then go into overdrive in contact yourself and you start pursuing your ex like quite strongly and thoroughly straight after this initial contact. And you must avoid this because it will just end in disaster. Before you know it, you'll be exactly where you were. You cannot kind of waver 
and you cannot have a false dawn. So one contact from your ex as they reach out first is fantastic. It's the first step, but you have not won. But you know, this is not the kind of moment to think, right, it's done, we're back together or we'll be back together in a week or something. No, it's a long, hard slog in most instances to try to kind of rekindle things. So if you receive contact from your ex, then that's great. But what you need to do, and I go into it more in my book and in other podcasts, and I'll very quickly, briefly give you kind of some suggestions now, is that you have a positive kind of conversation with them, but then you're kind of like leaving it there and um, you leave it in a position where you want to be kind of moving on the contact. So for instance, if they contact you by text message, then you want to be kind of leaving it and leading it into trying to move on to the next stage, which um, ultimately is meeting up. But if you're not feeling that it's kind of going to be that kind of simple, then you might move on to a phone call suggestion. Or it could be something where, you know, you're exchanging a few messages first. But ultimately, it's a situation where you have not completed the task. So once this communication has ended, it should be left in a way which is open for them to contact you again. Or if it went really well, maybe you've arranged the next stage. However, it is not an open invitation for you to then start sending them a million messages. After this initial contact and this initial conversation, you will kind of go back in essence to no contact. So unless something has been arranged in which you're going to meet them or you're going to speak to them on the phone or or something like that, then you kind of just go back to how you was, as in not contacting them again until they contact you first. And you don't really change from that until you've had multiple conversations, until you've had a situation where you have spoke on the phone more or you have met, you know, then you will slowly start instigating things yourself. But again, not overly pursuing. You should never be in the position where you are overly pursuing. Even when you're in a relationship, it should be, you know, kind of like a 50-50 thing. It shouldn't be something where it's all you, 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 you. So how you need to look at it is, do not get kind of thrown by what I call the false dawn. If you receive contact from your ex first, that's fantastic, but it is not an invitation for you to bombard them with contact. You know, this is the first step. You don't want to be scaring them off. You don't want to be frustrating and irritating and annoying them within like, you know, moments of them actually growing a little bit of attraction for you and a little bit of interest. You don't want to bombard them to the point of where they think, gosh, you know, I, I, I really didn't want any of this. I don't know why I'm, you know, I'm going to block them now. And, you know, that can happen. So let's just quickly go over the big mistakes to avoid of the no contact rule that I've mentioned in today's podcast. Number one, giving into temptation. It's the main thing, you know, you do not want to contact your ex in most instances unless they contact you first. Number two, celebration contact. Do not be fooled by the situation of, you know, it's a big day, it's an anniversary, it's a, it's a, you know, a religious holiday, it's a birthday. Don't be fooled into thinking that is where, you know, if you reach out, it's all gonna be rosy and fantastic. It probably wouldn't be. So I would suggest not doing that. And the third instance of where you need to kind of avoid tripping up is the false dawn which is when you overly pursue after just one measly bit of contact from your ex so 
I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope it's given you some kind of concepts to consider and to build upon. Always remember to use your common sense. You know your situation better than anybody else. But what I've told you right now are things that work more often than they fail. So, you know, it's up to you to use your kind of combination of advice you've no doubt heard from everybody that's given you. But all I can say is what I've told you works more times than it fails. And if you're in a position where you're trying to get your ex back, then the first step is to reattract them and to try to get their interest back. And you can only really interest somebody if they wonder about you. And they can only wonder about you if you vanish. So just remember that. Just remember that they've ended the relationship. They broke up with you. And hence, in their kind of theory, that's it. That's it forever. So you should not be acting needy and desperate because they are very negative and unappealing traits. If they've ended the relationship, you need to wait until you hear from them again. And if you don't, and it doesn't always happen, then you can carry on with self-improvement and you will find somebody better for you. So it's win-win. You will either get back with your ex or you will find someone better.